I really, I dig Doom. He's yeah, he's yeah. fun. Yes, he is. I'm glad that uh, we're going live. I have lots of things. I I have lots of opinions. One hot take that I'm pretty sure uh, some people are going to have problems with. There's a lot of opinions, and you're going to hear them. Have at it. So. As we've all kind of seen in the news, there's there's currently uh, a predicament with our current president. He, he, uh, the documents or something the, else? The documents. Okay. He can go to jail. I don't give a fuck. I don't right. pray to my president. Well, here here's the thing. Like, this this is the hot take. If what they're saying is true, and he had documents he shouldn't have had we should investigate him as thoroughly as they have investigated trump absolutely and, and democrats should be the ones out in front with the torches and the pitchforks leading the charge like it to happen in parallel though or it's going to turn into the whole thing where um the one comedian senator from Minnesota left, and then everybody else just committed crimes and never left. Right. It just, it's one of those things like, I don't know, I guess if I'm going to hold my, my opponent to a standard, I need to be able to hold myself to the same standard. Correct. Which I'm fine with, but they can't hold him to that standard and then. Oh, yeah, no. Out on Trump later on. No, no, no. Well, the the thing is, when yeah, they can hold Biden to the to the standard. They can investigate him all they want because there won't be half of the House stopping them from doing it. Correct. They'll be sitting back clapping, but as soon as they try to do it to the boy, well, those idiots will stand up with their with their crybaby bags and and say no not him well that's the nice thing about uh the the cheeto messiah um that won't be the house that's a that's a criminal investigation because he's no longer a politician and as merrick garland has already done he's he's appointed the special team because trump declared for presidency so oh did he officially declare he officially declared okay after he announced his nft yeah uh, oh that was trading cards bullshit yeah i mean i think it's all just a fucking grift to get more money oh yeah everything that man has ever done is a grift no 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 one's making campaign donations if he's not running well, and the other thing if is... If it's not getting campaign donations, he's not getting paid. He can't get donations on Twitter anymore, so he's got to get donations on email. Oh, no. He can get donations on Twitter. He's reinstated. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How have I missed this? He hasn't been posting because he's on Troth Central. And uh, I said that correctly. When, yes, I did. When was he... Reinstated. Was it a while? As soon ago? as Elon took reins. Okay. Yeah, that was okay. that was like Elon's first big uh will basically unbanning everyone that was banned. Yeah. And rebanning everyone that did anything that he didn't like. 
Yeah. Yeah, and when yeah, when people uh, he basically criticize. Yeah, it's amazing how that works, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with free speech until it's against me. Yeah. It's I really struggle right now because I am a big space nerd. He's really, not as smart as people play not to be. Oh, no, no. I watched the documentary but, on all the shit he's ruined by touching it. His money is what funds SpaceX. Yeah. You mean, well, it's investor money at this point, and they're going to probably oh, yeah. step in and try and throw him out. So you mean the, the, the record holder in losses ever? Yes. <laughs> the first billionaire to lose $2 billion? Yeah. Two hundred. Two hundred billion. Yeah, that's what happens when your mouth is bigger than your brain. Yes, he he lost the equivalent of uh, several four, countries, four twitters in yes. valuation. A few European countries. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that's, I just, that was my hot take. Apparently, uh, people at work thought I was insane. No, that's, that's, that's perfectly reasonable. That's, that's exactly what we've been asking for all the time. That has been my thought the entire time. Like, I don't care if some Democrat did something wrong, they should be investigated fully. And if they need to be tossed out, honestly, if they work in that building chances, uh, it's good odds. They're criminals to begin with right can i derail things to tinfoil hat for a minute uh, sure sure can all right love tinfoil hats okay so uh i i i have absolutely nothing to base this on but i want to posit a scenario uh where the idea is to legitimize and and get the country on board with uh the eventual prosecution of trump and Uncle Joe throws himself on a grenade and puts himself out there as the sacrificial lamb. Knowing that... Yeah, but they will go ahead and find a way to triage grenade wounds right after... Well, uh, no, uh, to, to, to add a layer to that tinfoil, that'd be a great way for him to announce he's not running for a second term. There is that as well. He's kind not of going to do that, though. Yeah, but it this is a way to do it without oh he couldn't hack it speech. Oh no he's unfit. Oh no or he's gonna embroiled or he's gonna announce he's gonna run is what I'm saying. Yeah. He's not not running. I wish he would he may not put up a huge effort if there's somebody better, but I <laughs> I don't see him not doing it unless You really think that people are gonna campaign against him? Oh yeah, it's typically not not what happened. Campaigned against Obama, they just didn't do a good job of it. Like, and there will when he was an incumbent. Yeah, yeah. All right, I didn't there will be plenty this. of people. There always is, and then it'll depend. Well, on yeah, the Green Party and you know all that crap. Sure, yeah, but Democrats. Huh. I never pay attention that much. I got, primaries are white noise, anyways. Huh. Well, usually. There is some token minority noise occasionally, but that's about it. That's racist, dude. I 
didn't say which minority. He meant the minority party. Could be the House Minority Leader. Yeah. It could be. Hey, man, if Hakeem Jeffries ran, I'm liking that guy. Uh, who was who the guy from Pennsylvania that made him, the speech? Oh, God. Talking. Yeah, oh, I have to look it up. Hold on. Just in, all, carry of, on. in all of human history, or is this a recent thing? No, no, it's a recent thing. Is it the Gettysburg Address? No. That is recent for Ray. I mean, he was there, but... Are you talking the new senator, or...? Yeah, I think so. Um, I no. don't think of the guy's name. I can picture him. He's really tall, but... It was... I think it was a PA uh, state uh, senator. Or state, yeah, he's all sorts of weird right now. Like, they've got Republicans and Democrats and conflicting offices, and everything is just weird. Yeah, uh, I forget who it was. Damn it, he, he came up and he, he was basically where the you know party of free. Uh, Free choice, where party of uh, all all the stuff, basically just cutting through the bullshit, saying what we what what it is, and uh, all these buzzwords that the right has labeled these things to make them sound bad. You know, like I'm going to teach history. No, that's critical race theory. Uh, I'm going to you know do this. No, that's killing babies. You know. They, we got to stop basically using their words. We got to say what it is. We got to stop letting them dictate basically pain points as language. Well, we can't do that yet because that's how I plan on getting elected. Oh, well. I'm going to use their pain point language against them. I always want to run as a Republican just because, you know, we're in Ohio. What else are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, I'm probably technically registered Republican because there's no reason to vote for the Democrat in the primaries. And that's what they base it off of. I don't know what I'm registered as right now. I went independent, but then you get like a shitty like three question ballot, and that's no fun. So, <laughs> um, I think I've just been picking Republican the last couple of times. And that way, you can choose the wacko and hope he wins. No, because that never works. Because then the wacko will win. Um, yeah, that's that's how we ended up with our last when, president. When does that happen? What are you about? JD Vance. Oh. It was like, hey, he's the crazy one. Well, I mean, there were some way, 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 way crazy ones, but like. I loved when the good liars tried to sell him his book back. That was hilarious. You know who the good liars are, right? Never. The guys who interview, they, they have a YouTube uh, channel. They go and interview Trump supporters and 
basically turned our logic against them. Uh, they were at January 6th interviewing people. You know, it was, they're, they're hilarious. Just check them out. But they showed up at one of J.D. Vance's uh, rallies, and he just, like, walks up to the podium. Hey, can I get my money back? This book was horrible. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was J.D. Vance's book. I mean, they're just, they just walk into these rallies, and they start yelling, lock him up to the Trump <laughs> and get people to chant it with them. And then they're like, wait, what are we saying? Hmm. Yeah. They're you know how they fucking love awesome. Chant. They do. It gets out of hand quickly. Uh, speaking of good chance, I watched uh, The Burbs this weekend <laughs> because uh, I love that movie. I don't know if anyone's familiar with Tom Hanks. I mean, I know it was a thing that existed because I remember, you know, video rental stores, but I don't yeah. think I've ever watched It's it on Netflix. So there's a part of it. I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan, my pal. I'm just. Mm. He's talking about it's evil definitely been on in the background, but I, yeah, I don't. I can't quote it. I can only think of two Tom Hanks movies that I am like super knowledgeable about. Is one of them Joe versus the volcano? It better be, because that one's awesome. Nope. I you're missing out. Can't tell you I've ever seen Joe versus the volcano. That's that was in that uh, run of uh, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan movies. I think it was uh, the first. Was it the first one? I think so. Because it was before Sleepless in Seattle. That one was. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chad. No, nah, it's just it, the Money Pit and Castaway. Well, she I guess. wasn't in the Money. Oh, Tom, movies you know, sir. Yes, yes, Tom Hanks movies, sir. Uh, I mean, I guess technically Forrest Gump, because I feel like everybody's seen that movie at least twice. Only twice? <laughs> it lives on in our memes. Like it. I guess. Not wrong. The, the Money Pit and Castaway. I think The Money Pit is one of the funniest movies I've ever watched. Yes. When he gets stuck in the hole it's like one of my favorite parts yes oh god and when, they, <laughs> when they fill up the bathtub and it falls through the floor and he's just laughing <laughs> yeah oh god i love it <laughs> uh, cast away because i'm eternally jealous of being stuck on an island by yourself away from your family? He wasn't alone. He had Wilson. That's right. <laughs> True. That, that sounds like a great existence a lot of days. Do you know? Oh, no. It know. Sounded, sounded like Wilson did a lot of talking back, so kind of an asshole. Do you know the actor that played Wilson was also the actor that played the volleyball in Top Gun? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so stupid. <laughs> you know what the difference between Iron Man and uh, Aluminum Foil Man is? I screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man stops crime, uh, but uh, 
<laughs> aluminum man only foils it. God. <laughs> wow. God, we are old men. Dad mm-hmm. jokes are a form of currency in my in my world. Uh, Dylan, my wife saw that you're you're 39 now on the Facebooks, and she's like, Jesus! I remember going to his graduation party. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, time. That's how time works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time passes. People do things. One of yep. those things is age. You're not looking, and and you no. Know, oh, yeah. You've officially entered the the last of your young years, sir. Oh, I am forever young, sir. He is legally burned. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. There's yeah, no washing that young to, off. Told the kids to uh, clean up because they were getting crumbs after the house was just cleaned. And they're like, why? I'm like, my friends are coming over. And they're like, can we play with your friends? <laughs> and you said, get your own friends. No, their friends are all full of sickness right now. So I don't want oh. them over here. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Wait, was today the 600? No. Oh. Did I not update a thing? No, I... I didn't remember. I thought it was, like, the next time we did it or something. I thought it was, like, last Saturday's whatever, but... It was the first show of the new year. Yeah. Okay. So... Two weeks ago tonight. Wow. We're impressive. We are something. Are we? I think so. Okay. I know Karen mumbled something under her breath. So. So. Might have been talking at a regular volume, and your hearing's just going out. True. True. Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> I'm going to come to your house with a bag full of breadcrumbs, man. Well, trying to teach kid how to use the vacuum, so. So, it's me helping. Is it, though? Yeah. I'm giving him something to vacuum. It's hard to vacuum if you can't see what, you know, See the carpet changing. Sure. I guess. <laughs> Do we? I don't think we guess on this program. We we only speak in the facts. Yes, we are Sith. Absolutes here. Yeah. Like how saying that they only deal in absolutes is also an absolute. No, it's not. No, hey, 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 don't attack the Jedi with your logic. You'll only be disappointed. 
They're like brain cells. There's only two left. <laughs> yes. Jesus. I watched the menu this weekend. Oh, yeah. Was it good? Better question, uh, was it weird? Oh, well, I knew that. Oh, it is very, very weird. Um, is it good? Is it normal people good? And then is it Chad good? I enjoyed oh, the hell out right, of it. Okay, right out so no. So no. <laughs> um, I also, I really enjoy... Mr. Fines, I think he's a, a fantastic actor. Uh, there's an up-and-coming actress in it, Anya Taylor-Joy. Is she still up-and-coming? I don't know. I mean, Ma I... Mara has a bunch of pictures of her up on the wall. I mean, everybody got, like, celebrity boners for her after the chess movie, and then... As a show. She did live, she did a bunch of other stuff. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. Okay. It was a series, yeah. It was excellent. Um, Fear, ever interested. It was a great show. She's fantastic. I, I feel like her name was everywhere for a little bit, so she's probably yeah. still up and coming, but she definitely was everywhere for a bit. The, uh, the mom from Who's the Boss? Judith Light. Yes. She's in it. Wow. Yes, I knew that one yes. immediately. I'm sorry. Jeff has an old lady boner. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, yeah, you I, do. I, I will frequently, uh, but apparently Check not frequently enough. AI images of her. Make a who's the boss reference. Uh, <laughs> and so throwing nobody out, knows who the boss is. Right. Like nobody knows who the boss is. And I'm like, it's, it's Judith Light is, was normally my go-to. So. Okay. That, That's correct. Plus, I did watch that show uh, because uh, it, it was age appropriate. It featured Alyssa Milano. Sure. Yeah. Uh, John Leguizamo is in it. I don't feel like he had to do a lot of acting, though. I think it was mm -hmm. basically they just said, show up and be yourself. Much like a schedule like of <laughs> some of those movies very much shows up and just does show up and be a, an awkward douchebag. Do, do that thing you do. <laughs> that, uh, at times I, because they, they repeatedly tell you the end of the movie throughout the movie. And I'm like, there's no way they're going to, this is not, like, they're not. This is horrible storytelling. Right. Like, from about, uh, I don't know, probably 30 minutes into the movie, you know how it's going to end. Oh, that's most movies anymore. No, no, yeah, like, they, they explicitly tell you, this is how the movie is going to end. And... You're, it, there are multiple points where you're like, no, that's, they're not going to do that. Something's going to happen. They're not going to let this, this situation play out. Um, yeah. And for the first time in a long time with a movie, I was actually mad about a loose thread 
in the film. That was not tied up at the end? Correct. Okay. Guys, I don't want to sound the alarm, but uh, I thought we had a safe word for when someone is impersonating one of the fools. I believe <laughs> we have a rogue fool here. I don't know. This is not the Chad. It sounds like Chad, but these are not Chad words. These are not Chad words, yes. Yes, yes, it is not Chad words, but it was definitely uh, like... There were there were multiple threads left undone, but this one thread in particular, I was just bothered that they left it the way they did. Okay. Uh, I and I can't like I can't even tell you why it bothers me that they they did this. Um, but it, man, it really like, I don't know, maybe because I was rooting for him to be part of the end. Watch the movie and you'll understand who and why I, I feel that the one character that just isn't part of the end should have been part of the end. Would definitely recommend people watch it. I think it was a it was a very interesting story, a very interesting premise, um, a very odd choice for how they go about starting out the story, uncovering all the various pieces in backstory and in, in plot devices and then how it all ends like really surprised the movie had a theatrical release if i'm being honest like was the release mainly just to be able to be eligible for awards or probably no it it was a big movie over the summer okay but it also but featured like, it also featured Ray Fine and he's got a pedigree. And do not like I guess the one thing I would say is don't go in expecting Voldemort. It, it's that would be a surprise. <laughs> I go well, in I, I go into any movie featuring him expecting Lenny from Strange Days. Voldemort is never okay. my go to. Okay. Um You've seen Red Dragon, correct? I have. Okay. So not quite that super out there. Like, he doesn't tear up a painting and eat it in the middle of the film. Um, but... Oh, I'm, I'm far... familiar with everything that happens in that movie. I have not seen okay. it, but I, I, it's one I will eventually see. Okay. But I am familiar with what happens. Okay. So, yes, you, if you're familiar with what happens, then you understand when I say they tell you early on and they keep reiterating it all throughout the movie. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. They're, they're, the, the movie spoils its own ending, and yet you're still like, so. Did 
there's some very interesting redemption. Um, there is a moment where you think that Ray Fiennes gets uh, stabbed in the dick. Not cool, man. <laughs> that was that was a very <clears throat> jarring scene. Uh, and then as, as the scene unfolds, you realize he he pulls the the implement not out of his junk, and you can you can unclench your butthole. Because as that scene plays out, you are you are almost positive. And even me saying, nah, it's not really in the dick, you're gonna be like, I think the dick. Pretty close to the dick. I think I'm gonna be the only one who can watch that objectively. Yes, having <laughs> stabbed yourself in the dick, yes. <laughs> having come so close so many times. Like it's uh I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, let me know, because damn. And even the actors and actresses in the film that, you know, are not Mr. Fines or, you know, John Leguizamo or Judith Light uh, or Anya Taylor-Joy, like they give great performances. And I think there's only like six total uh, locations, so to speak, throughout the film. You might be forgetting some at the beginning, but I think like there's outside the restaurant, inside the restaurant, and a couple others. And that's it. Yeah. I'll give it uh, three and Dylan's foot fools out of four fools. Would you give it a Michelin star? Uh, yes, I would. I would. Mainly because I think that Michelin stars are too pretentious and we need to give them out to more things. I mean, much like the Michelin Man, they're full of hot air. That's right. That doesn't mean that I don't want to go to Alinea in Chicago any less, but I would want to go to Alinea in Chicago regardless of if it was a Michelin starred restaurant or not. So, anyways, that's a lot of me talking. Well, you said you had a lot. Well, I mean, I do. I could talk for like five hours and it'd be okay. But, you know, there are three of you here that aren't named Chad. So, hmm. I watched the uh, Netflix series with uh, Charlie Cox, Treason, where he plays a MI5 agent, or actually the chief or what. But it's uh, it's okay, but 
definitely not used to Charlie Cox not being Daredevil. You should watch Eat Local then. Is he a cannibal or something? What? He's a vampire. Okay, same thing. No, I, I just remember somebody saying something about him uh, in an interview post Daredevil and talking, you know, to the, the person like, you know, he's doing an audition and he's doing that dead stare that Daredevil does, you know, because he's supposed to be blind and he's not supposed to focus on things. And every time he's talking, you know, and facing the camera, his eyes just feel that way. Like they're not, he's not in this conversation. He's just saying these words to a blank wall kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, Be a, a method acting practice gone wrong? Um, I just think uh, however many seasons or how long he did that character, just he might have had habits that he couldn't get rid of. Yeah. Did everybody hear the sad news about Mr. Hamill? Who? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill? Yeah. What's wrong? Uh, he will not be returning to voice the Joker in anything. Why is that? Uh, the man who play who was the voice actor for Batman. In all yes, passed away. Yeah. Yes. And, Kevin Conn, right? Uh, yes. I couldn't remember his first name. Uh, and since he passed away, uh, Mark Hamill has, has said that he just doesn't feel that he can continue to play the Joker without Kevin Conroy as Batman. Well, yeah, if they're going to be a different voice for Batman, that you know, passing of the torch kind of thing, kind of that makes that, sense. That seems that seems like a very Mark Hamill thing. I mean, the dude, he just everything you see about him, yeah. I mean, he's the dopiest fan of yeah. of his fans. Yeah. And but he doesn't tolerate bullshit from him either. No, no, and he makes fun of himself as much as, or honestly, more than he does anyone else. Yes. So I yeah, I he's it seems like a really down to earth kind of humble guy. I Not still Keanu think, Reeves kind of humble, but, you know, getting there. Yeah. I still think one of my favorite internet pictures is him standing in front of the Tashi Station gas station. That's all they wanted. Did they have, did they have a sale on power converters? <laughs> I wish. But it was an actual gas station called Tashi. Yeah. That'd be cool. I remember seeing the old, uh, uh, I think it was Tops, uh, Star Wars cards. You know, like baseball cards, but Star Wars cards. Mm -hmm. And he signed a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. And, and he signed like bullshit weird things on them. Yep. Yeah. Just 
Yeah, that that definitely seems within the character I have built for him in my mind. If somebody he's done that with as long as he has is no longer doing it, that would be about the time he would say, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Hell, that's coming up on 30 years. Is it really? Because it would have been the, the Batman animated series from the 90s. Oh, shit. Yeah. Actually, my, yeah. Around 30 yeah. years. It would have been yeah animated series that I would miss dinner to watch. Wow. We'd watch that and then run down to the cafeteria to try to get in before they closed. Wow. That's crazy. So, uh, Dylan bringing up sports cards, or, or whoever brought up sports and trading cards. Uh, I did. You, you did. Made me think of, uh, a, there was some CCG, uh, I think it was like Blood and something, or Blood Hunter, or I don't know. Something like that. They got a uh, big internet personality in the CCG world to do a lot of like hype and whatnot for their uh, game. And as payment, they gave him like 3,000 copies of a card for the game that was him. It's like so, blood. that one. Okay. So he... Uh, gave some of the cards of a very small amount of the cards to his uh most loyal patrons i believe on patreon and then filmed himself taking the rest of the cards to a charcoal grill and torching them so that that card that you know three thousand copies of a promo like yeah it's probably gonna have some value but not not a ton like the value of that card is now cemented in stone forever and i was just like wow that guy gets it um somewhat along those lines i uh one of the streamers i follow um did a thing with metazoo Okay. Where, like, he was friend, like, literally the creator of Metazoo was in his house while he was doing this. They were, like, opening up old boxes and stuff, and they did a promo where if you bought stuff, you got a copy of a card made specifically for that guy, and then whatever the print run was, any leftovers were destroyed once everything was fulfilled, and they were, like, everybody got all their stuff. They had a certain amount of time if something was wrong to file their claims to get the cards if they missed them. And then they destroy the rest of them. So, like, I do enjoy <laughs> that style of yeah. sell it to your loyal fans and then destroy the rest so that there's a little more creative value. Because now if his fans come down the road and start looking for something cool like that, you can't buy more. Right. You don't end up in a Dragon Ball Z promo world. Right. I don't know what that means. 
when I worked at the place that I worked at before working in Shelby, we bought a semi truck of holographic Dragon Ball Z promos. These were at the time that we bought them selling for about $70 a card for these specific promos. Yeah, they're 70 cents. Yes, I'm sure. By the time I had left, we had sold enough that they were selling in the $2 range per card. Just because you owned them all? Just because we had everybody that wanted one? Yes. We had a three, five, seven, and ten day auction running for each card individually and then all cards as a set. So you guys fucked your own market? Oh no, of course. they did money hand over fist, I'm sure. Oh yeah, we paid a penny a card. Two dollars still two hundred percent profit. It's it's just the simple fact that we bought a fucking semi trailer full of them. <clears throat> That's a lot of pennies. Did you get the trailer at the end? I wish. I feel like the smarter move would have been to to piecemeal it. You would have thought. Yeah, but like, when was this? Uh, like 2005. Okay. So there was always that chance that the whole market was going to collapse and you'd be stuck with a trailer full of cards. That would not have flown with the person who ran that business. Right. Yeah, what's so another fire, really? Right, right. It's amazing how time has changed opinions on things. That hasn't changed my opinion. That's that's always been the thought. And see, I was on the complete other side. I, I mean, I thought I thought it was deliberate. I did not think it was him. <clears throat> Uh, I mean, I, I've heard stories about previous businesses that have had mysterious fires. Mm. But that was I, from uh, back in the days when my dad knew him. Gotcha. And my dad knew him as a, a shifty motherfucker. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think it was him. Uh, but I, I thought it was purposeful. You think it was the missus? No. Chad's saying he did it. No. Uh, oh, I misunderstood. I'm sorry. I'm saying I thought it was a disgruntled employee. Again. Nope. So we are to confess. Yeah, it seems weird. No, was was not me. Uh, it was a guy named Chaz. No, um, a disturbed, disgruntled employee. So again, same Venn diagram. Yes, yes. <laughs> Look, man, I'm not trying to say that person's name out loud. Number one, because that could be misconstrued as libel. Number two because I don't want that person to ever have any reason to think that I even uttered 
their name in a way that may associate them with something that may possibly involve an interaction with a governmental agency. That reference probably only works for Jeff. Oh, I knew who it was up front. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and third, uh, we don't want to end up in a Beetlejuice sort of situation where saying the name summons the person. Correct. I had to explain to my former employer in Shelby why hiring that person to work in the military department was a really bad idea. It was a fucking terrifying idea. I remember when you told me about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no, don't do that. That's that's a bad idea. Don't do that. Yeah. Ah. Anyway. So I've continued watching uh, Slasher on Netflix. Yeah, I will say uh, I wasn't I wasn't really 100 percent sold on things uh, up front. But as the first season started coming to a close, uh, it, it it pulled me in. Uh, and then second season, thankfully, it's an anthology sort of a show. So each each eight episode arc is a, a nice self-contained story, which I like. Uh, second season had a, a completely different sort of story take. And uh, the, like there was one element of it that I was, I was genuinely pleased with. And it's like, it, it doesn't really necessarily spoil anything. It's just being the lover of fight club that I am. There was an element uh, in the second season that stood out to me very early on, uh, where one of the one of the characters was interacting with one of the other characters, and th that other character was interacting with like everybody, and it was there was just something that felt off about the whole thing, and it took me, it took me two episodes to really feel confident in this, but I'm like, oh. That person's not real. That is totally a figment of that chick's imagination. Okay. <clears throat> uh, and then there was there was a twist in in that that ended up coming up later uh, that I I wasn't quite expecting. Uh, but I was like, oh yeah, totally not a real person. Uh, and was happy to find out that that was accurate. So it was, it was nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Mara had her, like, I don't know, Super Bowl of swim meets this past weekend. Yeah. Um, and like this is. I believe it's called an invitational. Uh no no this was the OCC conference like oh thing. okay my bad uh yeah no no worries uh and so she did her usual she did the fifty she did the hundred uh she went out and did the fifty and then um like she posted a time that was about a half second slower than her personal record 
uh, and she comes up and she is pissed and she is crying and she is just absolutely livid with herself. And she's like, I just went out there and had fun. And she's mad at herself because she just went out and had fun because she was mad because she didn't push herself in the race. And she, she was pissed at how she had performed because she felt she could have, could have done better if she had put effort into it. So I, I did the thing I do and I manufactured a pep talk on the spot. And I was like, fine, if you think you didn't do it that time, you've got the hundred coming up, fucking kick it in the ass Go out there and put some fucking effort into it. Now, I sent you guys the group chat message after uh, after we had seen how she did in the in the hundred. Um, what I didn't include in that message is that she had to get help to get out of the pool. Oh, because she had absolutely pushed herself like to her physical limit in that race wow so that uh, happens and so she absolutely went out there and kicked it in the ass and fucking pushed it and she pushed it so hard that she had to get help because she's like i couldn't get out of the pool <laughs> did you see that they had to help me yes honey it looked really weird because <laughs> everybody else is just jumping out and you're like flopping but it wasn't like I was concerned flop and it's like, why are they helping her? But it was just that she, had you know, there was a lifeguard there that day. It's like, it's right. my time to shine. Right. And so, Otherwise, it's kind of boring. so she comes back up to us after the second race and she's crying. And then she's talking about how she went out there and had fun. Was that the second, or did she do three races? Or? No, this was after. The, this was the second one. Like the it, like, it it was almost exactly the same scenario. Oh, okay, but the context was different. So she was crying both times. Yes, she had fun both times. Yes, and then the set, but the second time she was just absolutely ecstatic because she had uh, crushed her her PR by a, a over. A, it was almost eleven and a half seconds. It was just, it was fucking silly. Uh, so it was, it was nice. <laughs> and then we went to, uh, I mean, I, I know that Worcester, Ohio is maybe not known for a ton of anything, uh, other than like, that's where Welch's is. Um, They're but they, like the happiest people in the world, aren't they? I guess, but they've got they have a crime. they've got some nice little restaurants downtown, and we ended up at one, and it was it was weird. It was like gastro pub meets Applebee's sort of an atmosphere. Like they had these like the Reuben I got had kimchi as the sauerkraut cabbage component it worked it was just odd that was awful it was okay well i mean i don't 
I don't know that a, a Reuben is necessarily, uh, I mean, it, I, in the history of knowing you, I, I don't know that I've ever heard you get any sort of excited about a Reuben. But I'm right. I mean, it is. Yes, it was. Okay. I'm out. The, the deal breaker for me on a normal Reuben is the sauerkraut. It would be the rye. I'm good at sauerkraut. Um, but I think if you said make a Reuben worse, I would probably say kimchi. But I, I, I had to talk. I'm not sure. I know what kimchi is. It's uh, it's it's a Korean dish. It's pickled cabbage, like a sauerkraut. Yeah, it's it's like. It's it it is the <clears throat> toilet wine equivalent of sauerkraut. Yeah, that's not a that's not a Reuben. That's they 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 changed it. They made something else. They did, uh, yeah, but it, that was kind of the point, I think. It it, it, it was, uh, but it it worked. Like I, I I had no complaints about the sandwich. Um, I hadn't had a Reuben in a long time. I was happy with what I got. Um. So it was, a, it was a nice little restaurant whose name I have forgotten. Apparently it wasn't that nice. Uh, well, Nicole picked it. Uh, I had nothing to do with that. I was uh, I, I was busy dealing with some intestinal distress. Gotcha. So normal everyday life. No, actually, uh, it was like an amped up everyday life. <laughs> it was a bad Are day. Also having a personal best? Uh, I mean, no, thank, thank, uh, you know, whatever imaginary sky friend you believe in. Lisa, the rainbow giraffe. Yes. <laughs> because, uh, hey, her leaves fall upon you. I mean, because that, that personal, that personal record would just end up with me crying. D, uh, cause uh, the personal records is 30. Well, would be 30. And if you've never shit 30 times in a day, you're not missing you're out. You're not living? <laughs> you're, no, you're not missing out. You're missing out on exactly nothing. Uh, I mean... Because there comes I a don't... point where there comes a point where there's nothing left in there. But your body's still like, nope, got to get it out. And, it, and you're like, got to get what out? And it's like, don't know, it. And so it's very confusing. Because that was half the evening that day. Uh, it was only half the evening you got 30 out? Or was that? No, no. The, the half of the evening where there was just nothing left and it was still like, nope, got to go. But that was, that was before I was medicated. I don't know if I can say that it was like 30 separate trips. But there was a night, um, probably about eight years ago, where I just spent like probably two and a half straight hours just sitting there. Because I would get to a point and I'm like, yep, I'm done. And then I would start to stand up and it's like, mm, no, I'm not. 
It was awful and terrible and brutal, and I couldn't imagine 30. That just sounds truly awful. It's in so many ways. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't know how we moved on from how we move on from chapped assholes. Well, moving on is certainly not something your body's good or, at. So we're neosporin. That's true. A nice diaper cream. That probably works too. Yeah. I think preparation A through G of it all failed. Preparation H, uh, to my understanding, does feel good on the whole. What? <laughs> that was uh okay, so that was that was actually a, another thing that happened. Uh, I guess Mara and one of her friends, when they get together, they'll like watch movies. And so they take turns so, and they, they not do not finish the sentence. Why? I don't know. I just it feels really bad where this is going. Started with preparation H, and that triggered the idea. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but okay, you just talked about your bowels. Talk about something else. Let's no, see. it's. Uh, I mean, okay. Uh, you guys are going to be real disappointed. This isn't going to go where you expect it to. Uh, and so doesn't go to a shared toilet. I don't okay. care. And so I, Mara had to watch. I don't know some rom some rom-coms or whatever whatever it was didn't matter a whole lot but she was super excited at one point she's like next time we get together we're watching austin powers oh yeah <laughs> that was where i was going uh and she's like yeah so we watched it and it was really disappointing because she just didn't get any of it I mean, would they really be getting that humor right now? I, I don't feel like know. That's... my kids do. I mean, I, I'm aware of your kids, but <laughs> if we're on a scale of normal to your kids, your kids are one end of that scale. I'm they not... may be fine, fine people, but normal is not a adjective that is normally used. I mean, my younger two enjoy Austin Powers. I don't think there's enough pickup trucks and explosions for my oldest. I mean, what was that, 99? The first one, yes. Okay. I mean, I'm sure I probably watched it on fucking VHS, so... Um, maybe. No, I think there's probably DVD. Anyway, yeah. I mean, those jokes were good for a good decade worth of, you know, you could quote it and anybody knew what you were talking about. So, yes. I feel like they have a pretty long tail there to find somebody that knows the jokes, but I don't think Gen Z is going to be it. 
Fucking Zoomers. Mm-hmm. God, so this is how old I am. I don't want to go on TikTok, but like <laughs> the algorithm is feeding me just articles about stuff that's happening on TikTok. And I'm like, yes, I will read words about TikTok, but I will not watch your videos. Like a goddamn old man. Uh, I have a TikTok. I don't create TikTok. I watch um, TikToks, but my I, I am probably not in the target demographic for TikTok uh, content because I really only watch uh, weird. Movies. Oh no, I was guessing. Sorry, I I watch uh, weird home improvement things and D and D. Okay, I mean, yeah. Once again, old man conspiracy theory bullshit. But um, I'm cutting back on social media as much as I can, and TikTok seems like it's going to harvest the most data from me. So. Oh, I am not signed up to TikTok with a uh, email address tied to anything. Yeah, actually, I just want to go. So, that are you with... saying that we, as a company, we should do stuff on TikTok? Maybe. Okay. I mean, yeah, I don't. Know. I was told by someone who, uh, you know, likes my works. Uh, that I should do TikTok shorts clips from Procreate. Probably and they showed yeah, me. Uh, they showed me um, like one that he followed, and uh, it was literally like 10, 15 seconds of them like shading the side of something. Yeah, it wasn't even anything and it's got like it had like 700,000 views yep right now none of those views translate to any kind of money but you know not true not true and well, they, yeah they it do it's a lot more than views on other things at least i don't know what, the, what's your the tiktok economy is not so much in like you're not getting paid for the views. You get views, you get followers, and then you start getting sponsorships. And you do, I mean, some people do just blatant, shameless plugs for things. Uh, other people feature the sponsorships in the videos and that's how it works out. Um, TikTok marketing is, the ultimate guerrilla campaigns. Right, but how many, how many people are, I don't know, I guess there's definitely I mean, people that have entire like merch sales just off of TikTok. Oh yeah. It's always, it's always because you do something else, not because of views. I mean, one of the people that used to be in accounting where I work is now just a TikTok personality and they generally are, are making more money than they were as an accountant. It's, it's just like 
becoming a Twitch streamer or some such. You 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 do TikToks, influencer, I believe they call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, companies approach this person and they say, "Hey, we want to advertise on your shit." If over the next three months, we want to pay you $15,000 to feature our stuff, our thing, whatever, in X amount of TikToks. And as long as the contract is fulfilled, then they get $15,000. And it's like... Most of the time, as long as it's not like competing brands, like for instance, if you signed a deal with Pepsi, as long as you didn't also have a deal with Coke and you put Coke and Pepsi in the same TikTok, like you can stack multiple sponsorships in the same video. Which is what that person that I like, used to work with like uh, like when I'm listening to uh, when I'm listening to Audible, I like to do it from my new purple mattress. Yes, but you don't have to be so blatant as to like. You can just come out. Hey, have you tried this purple mattress? I got a new one. It's pretty nice. You don't have to hide you it. You to- can actually be a real person. Or you could just lay on your purple mattress without sheets on it, and that counts. Which is what the person that I referenced uh, does. Like, all of their product placement is fairly uh, organic. Sexual? No, it's, it's organic. Like, they're not out there actively talking about said product. The products are just, like, product placement in a movie kind of deal. Do you think you could get but, the same kind of endorsement deals on OnlyFans? I, I don't know. I, I don't I know don't, why that suddenly occurred to me. I mean, I don't even think I've seen <laughs> the inside of that site. Are you talking about like, come try the Black & Decker personal massager? I mean, what, what, what are we looking at? I feel like that is like your market is already small. Like you can't, well, I don't know. Yeah, it, but you. OnlyFans definitely has like some kind of free version and then the paid version. So, but I don't know how like. I think, I, it's just a, I think it's just a doorstep. There's, it's basically like a Kickstarter in it. You scroll down and it's like, hey, you can buy this, you can buy this, you can buy this. And the only thing they're showing you are headers. I think it really comes down to how entertaining you are. Yeah, it's more like a Patreon that also has some upsells. It was supposed to be a competitor to Patreon, is what its original intent was for. And that's not what it ended up being. So, so are you saying that we should get on OnlyFans and take it back for the normies? No. No. Okay. He's talking about foolish nudists. 
Okay. All right. All no, right. no, I'm not talking about that either. I mean, I guess pornography is a media type. Indeed. Hard, hard pass. All I wasn't time. saying you had to star, friend. That's good. That's that's good. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to pay for you either. So I. That's what I mean. There's other. There's other jobs. Is there? Yes. Director, hey, yeah. writer. I mean, <laughs> we'll need a sound guy. You'd probably be perfect yeah. for that for that role. Somebody oh. has to bleach the assholes. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> no. That's what temp agencies are for. I couldn't I could resist that one. <laughs> I was really going to go with, I, I'm not bleaching this asshole for nothing. But, uh, you know, when we were looking for jobs for, for Chad, yeah, that worked out better. Pass, thanks. <laughs> no interest here. My, I remember my cousin when he was going to, uh, uh, college he was going for computer engineering and i'm like oh so what are you hoping to do and he goes well uh you know build programs or websites or pornography whichever works best like websites for pornography or do pornography? i think so yeah he, he wasn't he wasn't uh okay. limiting his uh his horizons he was definitely uh, willing to take a paycheck from anything nor should you the only, I mean, I don't know how it is now in the professional web environment, but it used to be that if you were attached to uh, websites that dealt with adult material, it was really hard to get jobs in other markets. Well, if you were billing that as your only experience. Yeah, you could do that as a side job to any other job and just not put it on your resume unless you were talking to the right people. That's as, that's the thing with with web design and whatnot, though, like everybody in that in that field knows how to see what you're attached to. Getting better at getting an alias, I guess. It was funny because there were a lot of people um, after the pandemic slowed down that were trying to figure out how to list OnlyFans as relevant work experience. And I saw a lot of posts on Reddit about how to stage that correctly to not make it yeah. sound like if it was nudity only. I, I hosted a private uh, online venue that had this much traffic. Right. Well, know, weekly creation yeah. for a yeah. subscriber-based you don't have to say the thing they were coming there for was my boobs, but uh, well, but I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, doing it. Watch streamers who play games all day. You know, freaking K Six employed an editor just to edit his videos because he didn't have the fucking time. Yeah, or he Still made was. enough streaming that he could afford to pay for somebody. So 
I, I know a little bit about how that relationship for K6 and Alec works. Um, Alec gets the lion's share of the monetary uh, payout from the YouTube channel. Seems to be a pretty common deal if you're big enough. Yeah. Like, a couple of other ones I know, they're like, yeah, go watch them on the highlight channel because that's where they get all their money from. Yep. And I mean, Alec is also a streamer himself. He's not as big as K6, but I mean, I think between, because Alec also edits for a couple other streamers. So I think between the, the streamers that he edits for and his own personal um, streaming, he, it's a full-time job. Makes sense. I mean, as long as the market lasts, I mean, that that's the thing. I, like all these streamers who are doing Snap now. Yep. They they left, they were streaming Hearthstone before. Yep. Now they're streaming Snap. One of them, I think, goes between Snap and Marvel Strike Force. Yeah. And he bounces back. I can't stand that guy, by the way. Uh but, um, you know, it lasts as long as the game does. And you got to kind of be watching that. Well, and you watching that track. Games too and yeah, you got to be watching the track ahead of you and saying, okay, it's just starting to switch off to this. Or I see this new game coming. I better investigate. Yeah. I mean, if you don't get in early, you don't, you're not building content anybody wants to see. That's kind of one of the things that uh, uh, Jolt's dude found. Like, number one, he wasn't having fun in Borderlands Three, which I question Ooh, his sanity. I question his sanity there, but um, his audience is fairly deeply entrenched with Borderlands Two, so. You know, he does 90% Borderlands 2 content, 10% Borderlands 3. And he's able to make a living. Tarantino. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, he I, liked all the, he liked all the uber hard shit, basically. The stuff that was just a grind, that's what he lived for. Yeah. He didn't like Borderlands 3 because basically quality of life changes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, I definitely... I don't get him. I, yeah. His There's voice people. his voice grates me, and... Uh, I, I'm not interested in anything he's putting out, so... There's people that enjoy him, and you know what? If those people enjoy him, then... He seems know. like a super cool dude. I mean, he's, he's yeah. really nice. He's very approachable i know he has a uh a language um governor built onto his uh his content he doesn't yeah. uh he keeps it very strictly pg uh so you know 
he has he has a brand and yep as long as he keeps you know feeding it it'll be there i guess yep which is fine you know that's that's his thing yeah i um, mean i i'm not raging because there's a channel called homework i'm just not watching it right right like that is one million percent not for me I mean, I like how Hallmark went immediately from Christmas back to just murder. Hmm. So I, back to January I, murder fest. On I think I've watched an hour total, and it's just what I see from the doorway to the bathroom. So you know, is, as I walk past the TV, is Hallmark the new uh, Lifetime? Yeah, Lifetime. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Yeah, because Karen watches it. I think in the evening. Is it? Like eleven o'clock or what? She'll watch. I'll go up to bed and she's watching the Waltons or something on Hallmark. The what? The Waltons. Like the old time show, the Waltons. Yeah, yeah. She fucking loves it. And I'm like, haven't you seen all these? She's like, yeah, but I. I'm like, they're not even realistic. Well, this this like altruistic, for the- you know, perfectly, you know. Reasonable people living in, you know, Southern Virginia up in the hills that are totally not racist. And, you know, yeah, this is not realistic. Well, they were white. They didn't have to be not racist. They just never encountered other people. True. They married their sisters and all that fun shit. I have zero idea what show you guys are talking about. John Boy. It was like Mary uh, Ellen. You yeah, can name, keep name saying their names words. is not going to help them, but uh, I, I refuse to think in your household the Waltons were never on TV. I feel like they were. It's older. it's the it's the most Christian, so goddamn wholesome. Yeah, it, it, it. Your parents would have spoon fed it to you. Were there? Was it a western? No, no. I get what Wouldn't you're it, saying here, but like there was never a gun. There was never. But, would I mean, never would never have been on in my house. Probably because his parents didn't want to watch it either. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Like my mom was pretty big on Star Trek, Gilligan's Island. Um, if my dad wasn't home, Lost in Space. Uh, I'm surprised Gilligan's Island made it through. Only if my dad wasn't home. My mom only got to watch shows if my dad wasn't home. That ginger was kind of slutty when she... I was like, there were witch doctors. Yeah, but they went I... to witch school, so it's okay. Again, I it reinforcing the point that my mom only got to watch what she wanted to watch if my dad wasn't home. And if my dad was home, it was... Gunsmoke. It was a wet, yeah, gunsmoke. Bonanza, the rifleman. Yeah, or sports. My dad is so excited that there's all those free Western channels now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Little House on the Prairie and the Waltons are are Karen's. Now, like the Waltons, way way back machine. When I watch things, Little House on the Prairie, we watched. I hated it, but 
my my parents yes. did watch that. I forgot about that. Well, there was only like three things on during the middle of the day because I didn't have cable. So would that have been a point where they where their taste overlapped? Kind of. Like it, it it would have had maybe the drama that appealed to her, but it was that semi western setting that appealed to him. Yes. Yes. I just liked that they had a morphine episode. <laughs> and apparently they played that a lot. Oh yeah. Oh, how many times I've seen Arthur go through withdrawal. Yeah, all those people being hooked on the morphines. Yeah. Remember that episode quite often. Couldn't, uh, the only Little House on the Prairie episode that I can say I remember some sort of plot device was a football episode. Football. 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 Foosball. No. Apparently it wasn't the first forward pass of a ball, but it was the first forward pass of a person. Okay. My dad was super mad about that episode. Because sports were leaking into his dramas? No, because it was so unrealistic and not true. I mean, he reads the Bible. (laughs) Well... I mean, I don't think he does now, but. I mean, if he has his way, he probably still is, but. I don't think ashes have eyes. Well, I didn't mean like the physical Bible. I meant like, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. The, so you. you I, think, th- I think you if you're talking heaven, it's probably. Heaven if you think you're there. Yeah. Nah, it's probably just home movies on the loop or slideshows or something. Yeah, but that gets boring. You think heaven isn't going to be boring? Well, it would have to exist first, but after that. No, I mean, the way they sell it, it sounds like the most boring thing ever. Yeah, they really do sell it as like a... It'll be a retirement home for everybody. Like, okay, but what do you do when you're tired of looking at the light? Yeah. Nothing. All light, all the time. Do we just bathe and praise him? Yeah. The streets are paved with gold, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. And all my freaking relatives I didn't want to see when they were alive or there. Well, that's debatable as well. Well, supposedly. If, you, if they were big enough dicks that you didn't want to see they them. They sure they thought alive. they would be there. Right. Which is why, if it is full of all the people that think they should have been there, then don't want to be there. Yeah, goddamn Karen Fest. All the good musicians and comedians are going to hell. That's where I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have no way to button that shit up. I'll have my steak well done. There you go. Uh, And you can enjoy. I remember when this podcast used to talk about. Bookers. Or religion or, or science or yeah. uh, comets and, and planetary movements. Oh, so much flat earth. Uh yeah. I I don't we'll be back next week, I guess. Well we I'm that long already. Uh yeah. yeah. Nine thirty. Wow. We've met our imaginary contractual obligation. I don't believe you. Our self-imposed contractual application. Wow, it really is. Yeah, yeah. Done our, done our community service for the week. Okay. Um, I guess. So, Chad, you have a, a 
a solid understanding of what the time is? I guess. Okay. And with that, we'll be back next week, everybody. I guess. <laughs>